Hello, mate. Yeah, you're right. I'm just getting over the complexion difference. Yeah, I've, I've got a bit of a tan back. I've got my uh, my European colours are back to where they should be. Uh, and this will only get browner and browner. I'm always at my best when I'm tan, so... I've never had a tan. I go red and then go back to white. So. <laughs> well, I get sunburnt. People make fun of me. I get sunburnt and then I go brown. But I know what I'm doing. There's a method to the madness. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you've got a tan. <laughs> uh, mate, when was the last time we caught up and, and spoke? It's been a while. Yeah, the, the season had just... It was just the grand final, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, Unless welcome. Welcome to you guys. Um, longer format today with a few kids in the background, that's fine. Not um, mine though. Mate, so where do we start? So we've had the draft. A few things have gone on, haven't they? A few things have gone on. We've had the draft. Well done on the uh, on the draft. You did a fantastic job. Josh Honey. Josh Honey, yeah. Um, we obviously had the Stephen Silvani fallout, which I guess we should talk about it, but we don't, we don't want to get too negative about it, <coughs> but we will touch on it. We've got a fan forum coming up. We've got Christmas coming up, we've got open training sessions, um, there's been all sorts of things happening. Um, let's just start off the bat. The sauce situation, I think I think it's it's funny. I think it's less about the sauce situation and more about the fan situation. So let's let's get to the fans in a moment. For me, and this is the honest truth, I've been able to jump in a helicopter, go up a few kilometers. And look at this all from a bird's eye view. Weren't we all asking for old Carlton to go away? That, that's what we wanted. We wanted to be new Carlton and whatnot. I feel like this whole thing with Sauce, and again, I don't know, no one knows any facts. I don't know any facts, but you know, everyone's speculated. Um, Little's come in and he's implemented new things, new revenue streams, new membership um, activations and etc. I look at this as little coming in and saying, right, this is, I'm getting rid of the last bit of old Carlton, and that is the sentiment of the Suwani name and whatnot. You know, Sos will never be unwelcome at the club. He's oh, never going to go yeah. away. But I think just having him in an, in a, an official capacity was just probably not in the best interests of the club, according to whoever it was. And I look at it as if it's the last straw of old Carlton, and now we are officially new Carlton. And there's two ways to look at it, the way I see it. One, well done. Now we're a new club, we can move forward and not be dragged back by the past. Or two, maybe we should be sticking to our roots. Maybe old Carlton is who we are, that's our identity. So that's how I sort of see it. What's your take? Well, I mean, I did the big post yesterday, so people yeah, watched of course, it. So yeah. people may be familiar with my stance. I mean, my stance really is we don't have any facts to go on. Like, yeah. the little sauce fallout is pure conjecture. There is no. Yeah. Is it a fallout, though? You know? But I mean, what? Like, if there is a fallout, I'll say this. Anyone at work, if you're upper management and the CEO is above a list manager on the hierarchy, if you go on the Carlton website, it lists them in priority order. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's quite up there a little. So if you upset your boss and you go head to head, whether you're right or wrong, you go. Yeah. Like, so if that is the case, it's just, that's just business. Yeah, I think also the whole thing about a rift, I think we can, I think we can probably say with certainty that it, it wasn't a fallout per se because at the end of the day when you're talking about it and we're a what are we a hundred million dollar organization make more 
there are going to be disagreements. We're probably the worst club in the world for leaks as well. Yeah, like, that's another that, issue as like, well. We are about as leakier as the yeah. Titanic. What, what, what is that? What, why does everything get leaked out? I would say go on the fan forums and your answer is there. Like, we, we, we love gossip. We love... Yeah. I mean, I hold myself in this category. You know, yeah. As, yeah, soon as, of course. as soon as there's the adjective going to Carlton, yeah. what do I do? I make a train. Yeah. So I'm guilty. But I think that's a big thing. Our culture is we're very passionate people. You've got to think Italian heritage, yep. Mediterraneans are the firest of the fire. They are. So, I mean, it's ingrained in us. But, I mean, for me with the sauce situation, I, I kind of understood. Like, I read the press release, which I think was terrible to do yeah, anyway. I think the, the club the... was stupid because the issue was it was a Silvani, so they brought the Suns into it. I think yeah. that's mad. And I think the second thing is why not face the press i think yeah. this was something for me yeah if i was little i would have wanted to yeah. be in front of seven news not carlton fans in night shirts yeah I i'd want to be the first carlton person to say look there is no rift yeah i but think that's also that's the next step in becoming a modern club in in that we're in a digital world now everything's available online press conferences are you know they're everywhere and yes I get it don't bow down to media's pressures don't respond to everything I get it but when we're talking about a, a, a list manager changing and obviously I know no individual is bigger than the club but this particular individual is a pretty big figure so just to have it as a as a written press release I think that yeah I think the messaging could have been better but this is something that's we've criticized for a while now because if you look at trade period the messaging that was coming to the fans it was about hey we were you know they didn't say we're going to get Papley and Martin but they made it pretty clear that you know those were our targets and whatnot and yes I understand we ended up getting Martin and Papley was tied to exit I totally get it but we were sort of led to believe one thing and it didn't happen that's where the disappointment came from so in this case I feel like it's sort of happened again in that just the way the messaging has come there hasn't really been hasn't really been clear and at the end of the day no one's going to be happy that Saucy is stepping down. I, I think no one. For me, so I get that. Our media department is so inconsistent with stuff. Like one minute we are actively in the media, we're putting press releases. Every player, man, woman, and child at the club is talking about incomings, things like that. Yeah. And then when bad things happen, it's like there's radio silence. Yeah. It's and damage control. Yeah. For me, I would have said the best damage control is it was obvious with Stephen Salvani with his name. Whatever happens to him, it's going to promote yeah. either one end of the spectrum responses. Very emotive word. I would have thought that needed to be dealt with face to face in the public eye because it was always going to be in the public eye. It's Carlton Football Club. Correct. And I think what they've allowed is, and I will say, they're not real fans. For me, I know this is a strong word, but that petition was not what a fan would do. Because the, at the time, the press were already saying Carlton's in turmoil, Carlton's not together, Carlton's disjointed. It sort of helped them a little bit. And as soon yeah. as that was there, that was against what the club was deciding. Yeah. And for me, we've got a responsibility as fans to get behind, not the suits. Like, cause honestly, where I come from, Kane Liddell can live a long, happy life, or he can emigrate tomorrow, I don't care. Yeah. I care about Cripper, Doc, Down. And they're what I pay yeah. my thousand dollars every year to go and watch. It's them 22 blokes every week. They have my heart and voice. So for me, I think that's where we went wrong. The fans started to push the media agenda for them. I mean, look at the press now. Yeah. It's Carlton fans handing in their membership. I read an article on the way down here. 
evidently the club are preparing for 10% of the members to council memberships. And that's all come from that. Like, to me, the wise thing would have been to do, with a look at Liverpool 2015, the top, top members said we're not renewing. So let's clear that up because I had a few questions about it. So what was the situation? Liverpool in 2015 increased their membership. They, they put, proposed a plan, it was 7.8%. Increase in the membership, the yeah, season tickets. Yeah, and the hardcore fans basically all united and sent an email scripted saying because of this, we're cancelling our automatic renewal. Right. 48 hours later, the club said we will keep the prices at the Premier League average increase. Yep. We're sorry, and, yeah. and it did it, and that's how it works. And if you look at soccer in the UK, that's happened many times, forced change yeah. through fan action. But you've got to attack conglomerates with what they want, and that's money. They value the dollar. Kane Lidl yeah. wants the dollar, yeah. first and foremost. He's judged on that. Yeah. So a petition, it's, 90, it's 2019. Yeah. Like, I mean, look, at the end of the day, I think the purpose of the petition was to do what? Get the message across? Did it do that? Yeah. It did, but I'll ask. It did. I'll, I'll counter that with, did it work? And if anyone thought it would work, maybe walk around the world a bit. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're a Mexican family in America being deported, <laughs> is a petition going to make Trump change his mind? Yeah. It's not going to. Like, you've got to do something that is major. And it, it, yeah. I would have said, if what is it, 3,500 people sound that ridiculous petition? Yeah. So, I mean, no, no, but the 3,500 people, if you'd all cancelled your membership, ran the club and said, right, that's it, yeah, yeah. through cancellation department, something would have had to be done. And yeah. I got, to me, I that's think a fair point. the best thing you could have got from that petition was a response. And you didn't get the response you wanted, so yeah, you, they, they shut mean, it down pretty quickly. They, they said, "Yeah, people have donated over a thousand dollars to that." Which is yeah, which is like a thousand dollars. Doesn't go to advertising for the anyway. Like, do you that's know what I mean? Another a, issue. A, yeah, a thousand dollars. Like, you, you you've done that. Yeah, well done. Like, I mean, to me, better would have been to donate money and give tickets away. Yeah, create a pool. For, this is fortunate families. There's a lot of families who contact me. I know who say that they watch the show because they don't have Foxtel and they get football news. Yeah. And done that and actually brought a positive vibe, made something positive out of it because yeah. it's all negative. And this club has been shit for ten years, and the fan it's base true. at times is worse than the performances. Yeah. So to me, I think we need to, we have a duty of care to be positive. Yeah, uh, we, we do. Sauce wasn't on the membership match committee. So it's going to make no effect of how we play on the field. And we're not going to feel the effects now. We don't need to do a rebuild for five, ten years. Yeah. So I mean, really, I, I know this sounds horrible, but who really cares? Yeah, well, it's, it's true. And I think as the days go on and as time goes by, you know, we're all going to get over it. Just like we got over Bolton, the Bolton saga. Just like we all got over the Bolt trade house. period saga. Um, we will get over it. The, the hard part is that there's no footy being played. Um, so there's nothing to look forward to to get our minds off it, and there's no you know win on the horizon. If I was if I was the media team, for example, I mean, the first thing I'd be doing is just putting out something, some sort of piece of content, whether it's the oh, players like, training an interview with the one you'd of the be boys. You'd be wouldn't you, and saying we're going to increase your weekly raise just, by a fiver? Just put something <laughs> out <laughs> something to, to let the yeah to get the wheels turning. For me, I think know. what the club need to do is thank Sauce, and I think that's what's not been done. And yeah. I didn't read that in there. Like to me. Soss is a legend. I did yeah. that video a couple of weeks ago about how he's done a marvellous job. I, I'll judge the club when we win a flag if that isn't the first words out yeah. of the club's mouth. Yeah, yeah. Thank you to Stephen for 
rebuilding a list. Li putting a list together. But he's a legend still, and whether you agree with that or not, I've heard a lot of people say he's a flog, he's yeah. arrogant. I'm not being drawn into that. He's yeah. a legend yep. as a player, and when we win a flag, he will go down in folklore yeah. as the guy who rebuilt the club. Yeah, I said this the other day, the legacy, you can say what you want, about whoever, whether you're on, you know, if you're trying to make this into a little versus sauce thing, you can say whatever you want, but the Silvani name is, it's just etched in our in our club's history. The one thing I worry, not worry, I'm just mindful about it, because I listened to Mitch Robinson, his podcast just earlier today, he was talking about uh, when there were, when there was, uh, when Brett Ratton got sacked, it was just sort of hard because he was a club legend and whatnot. Um, I'm mindful of how Jack's gonna, Respond, you know, when it comes to contract time, what happens there? Does he have, does he have, uh, you know, the emotional, you know, fortitude to put this behind him? And is he upset by it? He clearly, he clearly is upset, and I say that because of the, the tweets that he's liking and, and all of that. So there's obviously something that is making him feel the need to go and like a tweet because everyone knows that you any any like retweet is an endorsement in this day and age. This is, yeah, well, this is I mean, the way it is. It is. This I, is the way I, it is. I feel for Jack, he's in a horrible situation. I mean, yeah. personally, I think he's handled the situation atrociously. Yeah. I mean, me. but, but, but has he? Maybe he wanted it to be known that that's what he felt. Yeah, yeah, but to me, like, he's got a responsibility as well to the football club. That's true. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, like, to me, he's... Yeah. Like, I appreciate his hurt, and me, personally, I don't want Sauce to go. I, I'm, I, I am sad about it. I don't yeah. think he deserves to go. I think he deserves to see it out. Yeah. But if that's the decision the club make, I support the club at the end of the day. And for me, I think I think JSOS is a bit like the petition, a bit like this nonsensical ramblings about it all the yeah. time. That all we're doing is making the situation worse. And now it's got a chance of going into the dressing room because I know for a fact from speaking to players, they read forums, they see the posts. They see everything, mate. And when you keep, what what does negativity do? It festers. Yeah. So if a player's seeing that, they're going to go into the change room to go, oh, I was on Blue Believers the other day, and everyone was saying we've gone back to the the nineties of folding and big boys club and yeah. And it's going to start to fester. So we have a responsibility to drive the culture as fans. Yeah. To say, be positive, back the boys in. And to me, that's where it's not been done. I mean, I don't blame Sauce though. It's his. I mean, Jay Sauce, it's his dad. It's his dad. I mean, like. And that's a good point. I want to move on because you and I had a real. Animated discussion at the best and fairest, and and to be honest, I didn't at the time. I didn't quite understand what you were talking about. Your point about how the fans, and not because you didn't, not because you weren't speaking English <laughs> no, or anything. No, I was, I was like, this it was just, a, it was the, the way what you were saying to me is not something I had thought of in the context of AFL, but more specifically Carlton. And you know, your point was the fans drive the culture, and your point before about. You know, the petition, for example, that fed into the media's hyperbole. Oh, damn! Yeah. Okay, so, and and the reason why I sort of pushed back on it a little bit was I was because yeah, but that's that's English football and that's European sport and we're a different code. Our our culture and our values are a little bit different to there. But there's a point. There's the great point to what you're saying. It's we have the control in how we react. To control the narrative, you know, if we, because at the end of the day, the news organisations—they're a business. They're looking for what is going to generate the most traffic. They know you, you, as soon as you put a headline that's got anything anti-Carlton to it, we come, we come at them. They know that it's 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 smart marketing. So 
in terms of that, that that's sort of the fan engagement point of view and, and, and how we react. But yeah, the fan culture, uh, sorry, the culture of a club and how it's sort of dictated in a sense by the fans. Talk to me about that. Well, and give I mean, me some examples of where you've seen it. I mean, uh, well, I mean, I think the primary example to make it Australian bound is when you hear Mitch McGovern, you hear recently Australian Sports Science Institute stated that there is a 22% chance greater of winning a game when you're a home team based on the fan noise. Yeah. So, I mean, that's huge. So there it yeah. is. That's the, that's the power fans have. Like, you've got to remember, we're clients of the club. Yes. And without clients or customers, you don't have a business. Yes. So we have that responsibility to change the culture of the club. But we also are the face of it. And you've got to think now, you go on any of the, I don't know if anyone who watches this is part of the AFL forums, but right now they're looking at Brett Temple, who was on there, and they're associating every Carlton fan with that. Every Carlton fan hates the club. Everyone else thinks it's about fat cats. Yeah. There's no passion in the club. And that's how the media and the world see a fan base. You know, the whole Collingwood saying of Centrelink. It's a stereotype yeah, that's strong. That's very true. And to me, that's where we have the power. We have the power to be like, if you read the Herald at the moment, they're saying Carlton fans are disillusioned and fearing the worst for 2020. Yeah. I'm not. Still think we're going to finish top 10. Like, but yeah. you see, that's the impression, and the club read that. So we have a responsibility to hold the club accountable. And we could have gone a different way. Yes, the club may behave. Let's just say Soss and Little have fallen out. Yeah, they're behaving like children. Then they've played this like a pantomime. Yeah. in front of the world. We we could have taken the moral high ground. Yeah, and said we don't give a shit. Like, oh, yeah. we care about round one. That, so that's what I'm talking about. Camp looks good. Cripper looks good. Yep. Bench looks good. Yeah. Like, and that's why I've really focused on the players. I've made a concerted effort not to talk about the situation in terms of posts and whatnot. It was just for a reason. Like, it's 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 an organisational change, and it happens. You know, it happens all the time. It, it, it happens. It happens every day because there is an emotional connection to the name. It's actually. You know, it's funny because a lot of the people will comment, <coughs> no one is bigger than the individual, but that's not what the actions have been. The actions have suggested, no, this individual is actually more important to the club and, and therefore, you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, in a couple of months, this will all settle down. And I think what we will look back and say is, uh, it was just the teething problems, the early pain points. Kane Little will be lauded. And it's funny because it, it happens in Australian culture a lot um, you look at Steve Smith up here gr you know great player whatnot the scandal happens the guy was the guy was put out he was crucified then all of a sudden he becomes a national hero again you know you sort of go in waves now Little's come in everyone's happy record memberships have a look at this guy he's coming from Richmond he's gonna bring that premiership administration experience he's doing a great job this thing happens it may or may not be his fault completely all of a sudden, some of the comments about him have just been out of control. When we start winning games, when we start winning games and make finals next year, and imagine we make like a quantum leap next year, it's going to be all about Little. He was a bold man, you know, he stuck true to what he believed in. He was for the good of the club. Saucy's still in the stands watching the boys, you know, he's still part of the, the you know what I mean? So I try and I try, one thing I've learned probably from, from this whole Blue Abroad experience is to just Settle. People Wait. remember everything we say. That's right. I mean, I've gone from <laughs> smashing tables 
to calling Lockyer Plowman a fucking fraud and it's sort of, you learn, you learn like, oh, okay, calm down a bit, be emotional, but be a little bit, you know, intelligent in the way you go about it, because you're right, words can hurt, uh, especially when you don't have a face and you write them and, you know, you can say whatever you like, so... I mean, it's something I've learned to do that now I think really hard. That's why I stayed quiet. I had like about 52 yeah. messages. What do you think about sauce? Yeah, yeah. And I, I thought about it for three days because I went through all the emotions of how dare Lidl get rid of a legend. Yep. And then I was like, how dare the fans make us look ridiculous as yeah, the club are ridiculous. Yeah. And it took me a while. But like for me, I think case in point for moving forward yeah. is that, okay, sauce is gone. And to me that, yeah, it's sad. But people get sacked every day. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Sacked every day. He wasn't and sacked, by the way. He was well, just, just out of contract. Yeah, well, he's just know? out of contract. But you know yeah. like, whichever way you want to interpret it, there was a fallout, he was pushed, he walked. At the end of the day, that whole mantra, the net number on the back isn't as important as the name on the front. Yeah. We're Cowan Football Club. It's more than Stephen Silvani. When yeah. there's no Silvani's playing for Cowan, we still, we're still Cowan. Yeah. It it's doesn't true. matter. It's true. And to me, I'm a Cowton fan, I'm not a Kane Liddell fan, not a Sauce fan, not a Cooter fan. Yep. I'm, I, I am literally whoever is the 22 blokes yep. representing those me. Are, those are our heroes. Those, those, are our, those are the guys that... Like my son, he's got Cripper in his room. Mm. He doesn't have Kane Liddell, yeah, he doesn't right. have Stephen Silvani. Yeah, that's right. And that's who we owe our support to. Yep. We have a fan forum on Monday. Oh, I can't wait for this. What a stupid time to have it after this week. It's a fascinating time. <laughs> fascinating time. I think, I think it's a great idea. I think this is a great initiative in terms of modernising. Great idea. I yeah. think it's fantastic. Impressive. A lot of people are talking about, ah, oh, you know, they're hiding away from the people. Well, actually, no, they're, they're, giving, they're giving people the opportunity to, to really be involved. And digital is the future. Um, yes, I understand. You want to go and see them and speak to them in person. And there's a different element to that. But... I, and I haven't been, I haven't never been to one of these forums, but I've heard about the stories in the past. People come, there were screaming matches, and people's questions weren't being answered because they weren't being conducting themselves in a proper manner. I've heard about the stories. And so, if you're an organizer, if you're Carlton, and you sit down and you say, well, how can we do this in the most efficient way? Of course, a webinar makes sense. Can you imagine being the admin of that webinar? Like don't support the players this week, support whoever the admin yeah. is. Like, whoever, got... is whoever is looking <laughs> after this webinar and is hosting the webinar. I've got your back. Because, you. yeah. And, and it, I mean, I've got questions. I do have questions. My questions are more around, like, for example, I want to really know what are our non-core revenue streams now and what are we going to add in the future? You know, that, those are the questions I want to know. Um, I want it's to very know... out there, Terry. <laughs> Guarantee <laughs> that doesn't get asked. No, you oh, fuck. If that doesn't get asked, and we get, and we start talking about fucking, you know, and then, the thing is, of course they're going to address the sauce issue on Monday. Of course they are. No, that they have to. I'm so, part of me hopes for my own <laughs> sick they don't? amusement. They don't. <laughs> and they just brush it over. Can you imagine that they just? Because ah. you just know every question is going to be about it. Can you imagine it. the agenda? And he goes, ah, so this year... Sauce, we've... sauce, 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 <laughs> no, sauce. This, no, but you can see, you know, when at the start of every meeting, they always, like, itemise what's happened and yeah. what we're going to do. And they'd be like that. So then T came in, we won six games, things started to go up, sauce got sacked. Um, we got Kemp in. Did <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just drop it in. Oh. Carry on. No, I'm sure, it, I think it's a great idea, great initiative by the club. I think, for me personally, I think fan engagement and Carlton don't go together. Yeah, we've been, And I think that's yeah. why this has gone out to me. 
the club had a responsibility to stop it getting this far. Yep. To be honest, I think Soss's idea and the club saying we respected Soss's wishes of leaving it after the draft, most ridiculous thing I've heard. <laughs> yeah. Either that sheer arrogance on Soss's part yeah. or sheer stupidity by Carlton. Yeah. But it was in the news day mm. seven of the trade period. Yep. So, well, I mean, to be fair, it was reported in June. Yeah, that he was out of contract. So to me, and, you know, he was going to step away. Perfect opportunity would have been Sauce to say, "Look, I am going. Yeah, this is going to be my like gift to you guys that now we're in the next transitional phase." But to me, the webinar's good because we have questions. Yeah. The problem is, is we're getting a lot of our information about Carlton on this situation. Yeah. From idiots like Tom Brown. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, Tom Brown. It's Just true. That name it's... and Carlton rumor. Can you imagine the? Can you imagine the feeling on the inside of the club when they hear Tom Brown is coming today or Tom Brown has sent an email or Tom Brown's on the phone? Well, I've got to say, that Seven News article that he did on TV, like... He reaffirmed <laughs> his, his, his story, like, four times. It was like a who's who of who you don't fucking listen to at this <laughs> football club. It was like, literally, if you were going to make a poster... Everyone involved in that would have been the one I would have said. Yeah, yeah. Tom oh, Brown is is uh, a brave man because, like, I, I feel like as a journalist, you want to have the respect of the club. But like, what was what is he doing? You don't burn bridges I, I in a profession. I, I don't know Tom Brown, but he strikes me as the kind of guy that would throw in his wife for a story. <laughs> yeah. If he is married. Yeah. With a melon like that, I doubt it. <laughs> So yeah. that's my opinion on that. To me, I think gutter journalism like that, yeah. when you're saying things that haven't been said, yeah. I hate that, you know, my sources. Well, and it ended up becoming one of his key stories now because he was the one that broke the story about Sauce leaving. And, 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 and maybe that's where we don't see it from our side. And for him, it's a win for his career. Because Even broken clocks are right yeah, twice a day. That's true. It's true. And he is a broken fucking clock. Yeah, no, he sure is. But I mean, the forum, I think this is a way forward for the club. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we're being used like you are, and we ask hard-hitting questions. Yeah, I, I want to know about the club. I, I, I fear yeah. there's going to be 10,000 people there going, can we kill Liddell? Is it possible if Sauce can be president? How many games are we going to win? I mean, well, someone asked this morning, how many games have we got next year? Oh, okay. Look, okay, I want to know a little bit about what's the what are the negotiations? <coughs> what are the negotiations for yeah. our, our, our MCG home games the year after? Where are we with that? What are the KPIs that we need to hit in order to, for the AFL to give it? Like, have the AFL given us certain KPIs in terms of attendance and yep. games won for us to then get more MCG games? Like, I'd like to know what the next plan is. Yeah, we well, that's Sos, what I was going to ask you. Sos what do you want to know? about the five-year plan. Yes. I'd like to know what's... Good point. The rebuild is... You'd, you'd say now the rebuild is finished. 17 of the 30 players are yep. two third-year players. Yep. I'd like to know what the plan is now. So we know this is the rebuild part. Yep. What's the contingency plan to keep these youngsters yep. with natural senior and young talent going in? Yeah. Because I... you'd expect now we're not going to get top 10 picks for yeah. ad hoc five years minimum. Yep. So what is the next plan where do the board yeah. because obviously they're going to have that in their mind what are they looking for for the next list manager to come in yeah yeah and that's the thing I, I, I would encourage you know those of you watching when you do go to the fan forum like let's again we control the culture of the club we control the narrative let's 
ask serious questions. Um, someone asked today, I think it was Nathan Kalia, he asked about the NGA. NGA, that was a great question, fabulous, Nathan. Fabulous question. Like He froths the NGA as well. No, but like, they, 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 it's serious. Like, like if we can if we can again this is call this a plea or a petition, whatever. If we can think over the weekend, right, what do I want to know about this club that's actually, you know, in the best interest of the club in the future and whatnot? Those are the questions we want answered on Monday because we're going to record that. We're going to have those answers written down. We're going to remember them. This is our one chance in the year to have some answers for certain questions. Are they going to answer all of them? No, they're not. We know that. But we're going to find out which of those they do answer. So let's think over the weekend what really matters and let's ask the right questions. For, for me, I think a big one is something that Stephen did do and that was he spent a lot of time overseas researching with NFL clubs about Which I thought was fantastic. Track. Like, is that something... I'd like to see Carlton do what a number of great sports clubs have done recently and have affiliates in foreign countries. Yep. So, like, we know that Arsenal have spent a lot of time, you know, over there with the NFL sides. Yep. Vice versa with London having basketball so games. Do you mean getting intel on the off-field sort of stuff? Yeah, the like, okay. like opening these networks because, like, we know that um, the forty-nine and um, the t Tennessee Titans. Yep. That they've got heavy links in London with Tottenham. Yeah, at they the do. Moment. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And because that's because they play a lot of NFL games in Wembley now. Okay. So. Are we going to start looking at some reciprocal agreement yeah. like that, where our coaches go over there because the seasons are opposite? Yep. Like they can go over there and learn their methods, their sports science technologies, yep. and vice versa, the American. I think that's a great concept. I'd like to see that because it's going to help not only the expansion of the brand, yep. because that's another thing we're forgetting, from, and that's what I kind of thought you and Emilio forgot with my point of fan culture. Yeah. You might think it's Australia, but... Unfortunately, Gillian has got bigger ideas. Yeah. He wants a world game. Yep. And why? Where better to go than soccer? Yeah, the true. ultimate world game. That's true. And yep. to me, why aren't Carlton looking at that? Looking at maybe a Chelsea, an Arsenal, and they have an affiliation. Yeah. With... Do you know what I mean? Like Arsenal would be a great place for an NFL club because I don't know if I could handle I think that... my two clubs. Fucking Carlton. I think it'd be good. To me, yeah, yeah. to me, I think that would work in the terms of that. A lot of AFL staff have been at Arsenal. Yep. Yep. So there is that kind of understanding that they do intertwine. And to me, it makes sense. And I'd like to see if that's in the plans, especially with Kane Liddle, yep. looking at expanding our marketing strength. Yeah. And it'd be, I mean, for, an, for something like that, for example, an affiliation with the foreign team, club, whatever it is, it would be the first of its kind. It would be, I mean, well, I mean, Port Adelaide are obviously doing it with China. A lot of people in Australia say, oh, what, what's the fucking point? There is so many benefits to that initiative. Like, oh, money. you know, they had a, they had a um, <coughs> they had a, an investor come to an approach them and say, well, how much how much to buy your club? And to what to which they got a response? Oh, you know, it doesn't work like that. But these are the type of people. These are the type of opportunities that, that are going to help grow our I'd game. I'd love and to see a private ownership come into. Uh, uh, we're a long way. I'd off. love we're to see long, that. I think that long, would be great. Long way off that. But like for me, I also think as well. Like if I was like say, like someone joked the other day, they were going to start a petition to get me as list manager. Okay. And I did say one thing I would do. Mate, I started that. Okay. I'll have you know the first video <laughs> we did together was list manager Dan. <laughs> and I did say that the first thing I do is I'd go to Golden State Warriors. Yep. And that that would be who I'd model because they have not had good picks yeah. forever, but continually keep finding yeah. 
pick four Italian. Yeah. That makes like you look at this Pascal, Eric Pascal, yeah. undrafted. Yeah. They always do that. They always pick a gem. Yeah. And I'd be saying, what is your scouting network? What are you looking for what mentally? What are you doing? Yeah. How are you doing this every year? Yeah. Like Steph Curry, real late pick. Yeah, I like, mean that was that was that was a late pick, but also due to the complete incompetence of New York, yeah. uh, Minnesota. But, sorry, but like you look at his draft profile, no, no one rated him. Yeah, like he was. Oh, he can shoot, but yeah, hadn't got really any handles. Yeah, and their network for the last two decades has been phenomenal. It's a good point. So to me, if I was Cowan, I'd be saying, right, we want to be you. Come from nowhere and dominate. Yeah. So we need to start getting procedures in place now. Yeah. For five years. To have no picks. Yeah, we've got to be able to see where the game talent. is going. You say, like, we've yeah. got to be able to see and, where the game's going. And, and Golden draft State, like, look at how Golden State are performing. Yeah. Like, they lost two of their best players yeah. off the bat. Yeah. They're still going all right. They've still, that whole process of I can replace you. Yeah. Like, most teams would lose Curry and Thompson. Yeah, and, and just and completely die, fall but off. But they are still being competitive. Like, what happened to Carlton in 2018? Yeah, it's true. That it's hasn't true. happened to Golden State. So, to me, that's why I'd ask the club, why aren't we looking at these things and thinking bigger picture? What structures yeah. have we in place to protect when we're successful? Yeah, good point. Very good point. Yeah. Moving on. Or do you have anything else to add? Or any other any other questions that you'll be raising? It's at 5.30, I think, on Monday. So the process for those of you who haven't got the email. If you haven't got an email, email the club. They sent me an email saying we're having a fan forum a registration link, I'm pretty sure it's just going to be like a webinar and then you post your question with your member ne member number, um, which is going to be interesting. Because I think they've blocked a few people who are trolls, so if you haven't got okay. an email like Dane, yep. it's because of the constant nonsensical stuff you post. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's for that, but yeah, is there anything else specifically you, you want to ask or know? No, not for me. I, I think moving forward, I think transparency, some uh, lady commented that this morning when you posted. Yeah. I agree with that. Sandra I think, King, I think. Yeah, Sandra I think that King, was an yeah. absolute fantastic question. Yeah. I think maybe sometimes a bit more transparency of where we're going yeah. would be great. Instead of these like, you know, oh, five year rebuild, why don't we maybe put some figures to the public? Yeah. And I that's mean, something else like Golden State did. They did that with their public rangers. This was a great story I was telling someone the other day. When my beloved rangers got that, we, we got busted for diddling the system. Uh -huh. Went down four divisions. The four divisions. Yeah, so that's like crippling. That's like you're playing Pakenham yeah. next week, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they they put a mandate out, and it was literally what we were going to do. And then they twisted it and said, "This is what we want you to do in return." Got you. And it was like, if you went to no games last year, come to one. If you went to five, come to six. And it was about we need you yeah. more than ever to get behind us, and we promise. If you do that and support us, we will do this year one. We, year one, we're going to stabilise and we're going to try and get into the playoffs. That was the plan. It was like we'd lost all of our players. All the pl most players said, "I ain't playing B grade football." Yep. And it was structured with little targets that they said, "We'll do this. You have to do this." Yep. And it, it felt like you were together. It felt like fuck. I'm going to Ibrox yeah, this we're, weekend. We're a part of this together. They've told me if I don't go. Yeah. They can't do them targets, and I want to be it. And I think transparency would be great. Well, it like, puts it, the onus back onto us. In that example, it's like, hey, we asked you for this, and you know. Yeah, and I, I think that would be great. Transparency from next year to say, right, this is the plan. We want to win. Not, don't even give it like ballpark figures, but just say, look, we aim to be top 14 next year. Yeah. Something that's achievable. We aim to have 75,000 members. We aim to re-sign 65% of our players yeah you know and things that we can say right okay cool we can help you with that by getting behind you like 
Like even marketing things saying the club wants to have X amount of turnover, this is what you could do. Yep. For Christmas this year, yep. any of your Carlton mates, buy him a scarf. Buy him a scarf, yeah. Buy him a hat. Yeah. Bring your mate down, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that would be a great, for me, incentive for the club to do. Think, let's try and include the fans, because I think, all in all, I do bag our fans a lot on this year, people say. I don't think I do, I just bag the stupid ones. <laughs> um, for me, I think if you can include that passion, marvellous, because our cheer squad run by Nick and that lot, yeah. best in the world, best yeah. in the world. Like, I hold that above the old firm, the cop, they are that passionate, yeah. they have the heart. Maybe not the best songs, but heart. Yeah, we've got to work Brilliant. on the chance. We've got to work on the chance. That can, that can come. But Carlton is iconic. Yeah. Um, but I would say, like, harness that strength of them, that community sense, and give it en masse. Yeah, yeah. Because the cheer squad, like, you ought to speak to them. They are, like, a die-hard community. Like, you wrong one of them. Absolutely. It's a family. You've got Nick coming round to your house to end you. Absolutely. To the other, po- the other side of that, though, and, again, obviously, we are coming from the fans' point of view, fantastic. Club point of view, I mean, I think they've been pretty good with, uh, or maybe as good as they can be, maybe there's room for improvement with with being engaged with the fans. Um, I think at the end of the day, if you, if you've seen our fans, like it's hard to know who are going to have the best interests at heart. It's hard to see, okay, well you don't really understand what's going on on the inside, you know, so how can we work together kind of thing. It's, it's all about control. Well, for me, Manchester United is a great example. Okay. They, they were a very Carlton. When I was a kid, they were very like Carlton. The fans loved them. The board, Ferguson was always very honest and open about what was going on. Yep. The Glazers came in, the club hated that idea, the fan base did. Yep. It's never really recovered, and now you're bearing the fruits of negativity. And now you have Nuffies going round saying, Oh, just bring fucking Ferguson back at 95 years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rashford can't hit a cow's ass with a banjo. Yeah. Ridiculous statements. And it's because they're bored and disenchanted. Okay. And they're not engaged. And when you're not engaged, you start doing stupid stuff like doing petitions, yeah. posting pictures of sausage rolls, stupid stuff. <laughs> so what I'm suggesting is Carlton learn from great clubs who have failed and follow the model of the Liverpool. Yeah. And I hit that hit. I pay, pay to me no, to say that. Liverpool, Liverpool have got the formula, mate. Arsenal, but they also win. Yeah, yeah, that but, helps. But even when they weren't, the fans have been the most passionate in yeah, England that's true. That's for true. probably two decades. No, that's, a, that's a good point. And another great one's Arsenal. Like Arsenal fan TV, like look at how that works. The fans aren't saying nuffy things because they have a benchmark yeah. that's highly edited. Like some of it, I think Robbie does for comedy. I don't know Robbie, but yeah. I'm pretty sure he lets some of it go for pure yeah. banter, yeah. which is what I do. But I think that's for me. That's what the club need to do. And I think Cassandra was right. Get some transparency and I'd add on to that, get some engagement, yep. get some focus so people aren't posting shit shit. Because yep. I, I know it annoys them. I had a heart to heart with the club yesterday about my membership and some issues I had. And the guy agreed with me, he said, sometimes our fan base drives opinion yep. in the wrong way and there's nothing we can do about it. Yep. And I threw it yep. back at We've got to take responsibility. And I threw it back to him saying, you could. Yeah. Someone needs to stand up and say, this is how we positively yep. influence our club. And I think the club could do that. Say, look, next year, here's your goals. Yep. And here's our goals. But we're going to judge you on, you went to one game, two games this year. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And try and make it Owners back on the fans, we need your support. If they yeah. need us, we don't need them. 
Collingwood's just down the road. Essendon's just down the road. If the, our club folds, yeah, well, yeah, there is other options out there. Yeah. Two horrible options. I've Terrible given you. options. So just think about it. If you don't treat this right, yeah, that's what you could have a choice between. Essendon, Collingwood are the dogs. Yeah, and and that and the the Arsenal fan TV example is a great one. That's that's what this is for. This whole this whole broad broad platform is for. Like we need talk, someone street. We talk about it all the time. Someone who can go out to the trenches and speak to the fans, and but also have the ability to sort of get like the, Robbie, for example. Great. I've I've, I've met him. I've spoken to him. Robbie. He's fantastic. Why? Because. He, he, he's made this platform, he's a fan, he's passionate, he has, he has pretty much the same opinions as some of the people that go on and yell and scream, but he's calm and reserved and professional. And I've, I've spoken Probably about it. Probably you. He never, Thanks, mate. he never offers an opinion that could make you want no, to kill him. I offer an opinion, but I, I do it in a... Yeah, you think. do. It. You do I just chill out a little you bit. Really I've learned. I've learned. Trust I'd me. I'd love to see Robbie's PMs. You don't want to. Yeah. Well, you don't want to come to a game with me because I'm. I'm not good. I want to see the real Robbie. <laughs> so I've imagined he says some yeah. stuff. But no. The, to me, that's it, though. Like, yeah. They're engaged. But the point is, the point is, and the thing that Arsenal didn't do with Arsenal Fan TV, which is where they had a chance to do it, is they had a chance to take control of that platform. Because my my point about fan engagement, and I spoke about this last week with Bernard, was. In order to get great fan engagement, you have to break the barrier between fan and player. Because we look at them as players. As soon as we start looking at them as people, we empathise. And I think that'll help change the behaviour. I saw it in little examples. I'll give one example with Paddy Dow. Ever since the interview with Paddy Dow, people understood a little bit about him. They saw he's still a baby. The, the harsh negativity, at least on, on the Blue Abroad platform, hasn't been as much ever since that interview and I think that is the, the secret formula now you could say yeah but the players don't want to do it I'm sorry but like okay you don't want to you don't want to be in when the media pay, that's fine no worries six figures you that, that's you fine if you don't like to that's fine but I think that's positive you get branding opportunities for yourself you get some media training whatever it is and whether it's this platform or even the Carlton platform I think there needs to be I want to know more about the players I want to know them as people because when you connect to someone as a person, it's a totally different relationship. For me, with Carlton, though, their mindset, from speaking to them yesterday at Len, one of the things they said to me is they felt that fan engagement was good because they do family barbecues. That's not fan engagement, and I was like, mate. That's... What you've done is you've just done marketing. It's like yes. it's like giving a million dollars to charity and then yes. putting, a police, uh, putting a public post up about yeah. it. It's for your own benefit. To me, we want to see the human element of what goes on the club. Yeah. Like, Ken Little, to me, from the feedback I've heard about people who know him, he's a real stand-up guy, he's a real nice guy. Well, I can tell you right now, he's, a, so to, he's a very, exactly right. So that, to me, I'd love to see like Carlton behind the scenes, GoPro on his head, <laughs> seeing what, no, yeah. but seeing what goes a into A day in the life of the CEO. No, because most people don't know, like people are saying stuff about CEO and I look at it and I'm like, this guy's a moron. Yeah, yeah. Like, when they're saying, how dare he have a right in list management? He's the fucking chief executive officer. He can do what he wants. Yeah. If he tell, if he wants to go to the coffee lady and say your coffee's a shit, yeah. he can do that. Can. So to me, he pays sauce. Yeah. Let's let's <laughs> let's make that clear. Yeah, do you know what I mean? He signs like, sauces checks. So to me, he, he's beyond question. He's answerable to one person. That's the president. Yeah. So to me, what I'd like to see is why don't we see what he does? So why doesn't he give us? Freaking GoPro on his head or a camera crew walking around and it's it's him doing all them things like you know administrating, holding yeah. meetings, setting targets, benchmarks, and get to know yeah. Kane Little. Like to me, there's an opportunity Carlton have now yep. 
to rectify this because a lot of people didn't even know who Ken Little was. Correct, correct. And I'm I, like, how? But you know when the opportunity was? When he first got to the club. Sit him down. Give him a 10 minute... Do you know what, what he did do? He did a podcast with the two... The, the, um, the, the two tones, I think yeah. it was. It was either them or Tony DeBolfo. It was on the Carlton website. He did a po- It was a fucking fantastic podcast. It's audio. I'm I'm visual. I like video. I like to see the face. I like to see the facial expressions. I like to read body language. But that's me. But that that would be what I want to see. I want to see the people on the inside. To me, like you know, like the old saying, "Words lie, faces don't." Yeah. Like, when yeah. we see them, we relate. Like to me. I like seeing, you know, the behind the scenes mic'd up. Yeah, love that. And it's, but it's only a minute long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. why can't we have that, like, for the day? Yeah, so I, Sam I, Walsh, we see him get in his car. Yeah, yeah. He talks us through, like, you know, why he puts his left foot on first before his right. And yeah. we get a little bit of realism from the thing. Yeah, and yeah. Engages. Like, to me, I always think as well, they miss opportunities. They do a lot of community projects. Why don't they, at the end of that show, Sam Walsh sets everyone out there a challenge? Yeah. So, yeah. like... But it's, it's to the kids or something like saying to the kids this week I want you to do ten keepy uppies because I know Rangers we do that in the fan training. Okay. The players actually at the end of their little sessions will give the kids at home yeah. a challenge oh, no today, that's cool. and then the next player that's really cool. will say who the winner is. Yeah, that's really and say, cool. This kid did his ten keepy uppies. Yeah. Congratulations to you. Yeah. He asks. That's really cool. And to be little engagements like that are really positive for the club. I think with open training as well, and I've said this on multiple episodes, multiple podcasts. Sam Sam Doherty, for example, he goes to the side and he does his agility and whatnot. It usually goes for 10 to 15 minutes. Just put a camera right behind him and just live stream that on its own. Like, don't need to edit it. You know, it's very simple. Um, to me, for the interstate fans and Debbie had a great comment today as well, Debbie O'Connor, shout out to you. But I do feel her pain for interstate fans. I do think we forget about them quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, of course. And to me, I think what a great concept would be, open training, obviously they're not doing anything dodgy. Yeah, yeah. Put a plinth there, have t- two people, yeah. maybe an Englishman and someone who's Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Commentating on it, giving you our idea, Kane. I, I, I'm sticking up for you here, buddy. Um, um, and do that, like have it, and the players could come over, so it could be like, oh look, Doc, we saw you over there doing this. Can yeah. you just tell us what's going on there, and he, and create that engagement for yeah, yeah. the interstate fans. Yeah. Like to me, there's a lot of things that I think as a club we miss out on. Yeah, but that's, and again, that's okay. These are just great opportunities moving forward. The point about the interstate fans, I just want to touch on that before you go on. Uh, I saw a comment the other day about someone from uh, WA. They were in Mandurah, and they were like, oh, we don't really see Carlton, because free-to-wear, free-to-wear, well, it wasn't Dane, because uh, free-to-wear telly, they only show one game a week, and we're lucky if it's Carlton, and it's like, yo, open, oh, I up, saw that post. open up an OTT platform, a Carlton OTT platform just for Carlton. You Blake. see what annoys me as well, on that post as well, there was about six people saying, buy Foxtel. Yeah, well... <laughs> Some people can't afford it, like, we need to get through that head, like, yeah. that, and it upsets me when I see Carlton post. And fans are that ridiculous to other Carlton fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't mind you attacking someone who was a complete turd. Yeah. But when someone's asking a good point, yeah. What what do we do? We're fortunate. So like to me, I agree. Why don't we have more engagement for them? Like a great subscription service would be. Why don't they do with the interstate memberships? Yeah. Just like a very cheap one game. Like the NBA is yeah. a great app. Yeah. I got an email from the LA Lakers, and it was like ten dollars a month. Yeah. For every Lakers game. Yeah. 
Look, there, there, is, there is some difficulty with that because it is tied into Telstra and it is tied into you know their OTT platform. Yeah, but the NBA, for yeah. the interstate fans, give them access to. And I'm not sure if they do. I know. I know when I had an international membership, all that was was a subscription to watch AFL, that, and that's that's great. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that the NBA is the same as the AFL. It's all owned by the NBA. Right. So their rights and stuff. Why don't they have like the NBA app? So where it's like you can just buy for one club. For one, yeah, yeah. And I agree. It's really good I because I, like, I I have all the clubs. But if I switch it to Lakers mode, it's brilliant that I get constant updates on everything Lakers. So it's yeah. like Rondo has only done three on three today. Went to the rooms early. Yep. And it's like constant updates. Yep. And it, it can't be that hard to implement. I don't think for a club to just implement their own version. It's true. And I think the interstate fans, they're a big call. Like, what is it? WA is the second largest. Yeah. There, there is a, a serious community there. Like, John Allen does a wonderful job yeah. keeping them updated. Yep. Shout out to you. Shout out to you, John. Uh, I, I love waking up at 6 a.m. watching you going to work. Frothy. Love yeah. it. Um, but yeah, why don't we have more things? And they're very simple things to do, but I think. When you're talking about personality and learning the people, we don't know anything about the board. And it too? annoys me when yeah. I hear, oh, the Guidice, he's faceless, he only comes out at BNFs. He's the fucking president, right? Some presidents are like Kochi and Eddie and they just media whore themselves. Yep. Kenneth wasn't really a big media whore all the time. Yeah. Like, he was professional. Like, what do you want from him? But maybe if we saw the Guidice. See, I'm, I'm on that side. I want to see him. And I understand that's not a, that might not be his role and that might not be his style and I'm not president of a club. And, I love the bloke, but he's boring. Uh, but I, I, I'm someone that wants to see. I want to, I want to see people speak to me. No. I want to see players. I want to see administrators. I want to see the message coming out. And it, the thing is, like, because internally there's planning. There is planning. It has to be, right? And it's like, well, if you're planning internally, why don't you make those plans external? And I get the pros and cons. Pros, obviously, we know where we stand. We know what they're in. And then there's the cons of we don't want other clubs to know. I get all that. Uh, what is the right amount of information that we should be knowing? I don't know. I, I, like it's, it's a grey area well, I for just, me. I just think he's getting to know them. Like, to yeah. me, I would have said it would have been simple as maybe once a fortnight. Yeah. Mark does a five-minute video for Carlton's website, yeah. just saying what he's been up to. Yeah, what's happening like, on... Yeah, I agree. Like him saying, I, I shared this with the investors. Yeah. There's some exciting developments coming that way and it went yeah. really positive. Yeah. And making it feel like he's accountable to us. Yeah. Because that's what people think. Just because you pay your membership, the club owe you fuck all. Yeah. Like, they really do, and yeah. I hate to say that. Like, yeah, I've designed myself to Australian sport. Uh, we're servants to the club. Yeah, that we're servants. Servants to the club. How nice would that be? Mark sits down, says, look, this, this month been really exciting. I've been in and out of meetings with securing this deal coming up. It's going to be an exciting time for Carolyn. I spoke to the football department. They're telling me that the players are coming on. Yeah. It's really exciting times for 2020. We're really building towards something. And just it, he only has to waffle for five minutes, yeah, but yeah. it just makes you feel like there is a, there is a, there is an intrinsic value. Yeah, to, to me, that. it doesn't mean he's has to go on seven news all the time and yeah. say I've done this. Yeah. He could do it just for us. Yeah. Because what that'll do is it'll unite fan and club. Because at the moment we have fan, club, and media. There are three entities. If we have fan, club, together, and then the media, maybe that'll help with if they try and generate a stupid story out of nowhere. It's like, well, no, because this is what the president said two weeks ago in, in or the CEO, or whatever it might be. If ever there was a damning reference for Carl, and I spoke to an interstate fan the other day at length, 
real nice guy, and I'm, I'm going to leave him nameless because it will incriminate him a bit. But he said to me, I love watching Blue Abroad because like, the only way I get Carlton information is from the last 70, <laughs> Red Temple and us. <laughs> and I was like, Barass, interesting. Uh, I was like, I'd love to know who Barass is. I, I was That'll like, be our next campaign. I, I, I was like, fuck, where's my world gone? Yeah. But no, I, and I thought he's got a point though because everything, like, we're a bit different. We don't make rumours up. Yeah. Or pretend to know something that's not there. We just look at facts and deduce. Yeah. But I was thinking, that's quite sad thing that there is no 100%. official. 100%. Like, how great would it be if. If Kane Little came out and yeah. said, right, membership this week, 50k. Yeah. Aim is personally for 75, that's our target. Yeah, yeah. We really believe that yeah. this rate it's 80. I agree, I think there is a big opportunity. And actually there. getting some facts, like when we talk about the club needs to be transparent, we're not saying that September the 1st, they say, right, here you are, here's our draft board. Yeah, yeah, of course. But what we're saying is, why can't they come out like Stephen Silvani could come out and instead of all this rubbish of, oh yeah, Coggy's all right. Why doesn't he come out and say, well, ideally what we're looking for is maybe we feel the small forwards is an issue. Yeah. And there's a few players with him out there that we really like the look of. We'd like someone to help Crips and just actually say what we're all thinking. Yeah. And maybe we all know, yep. but isn't it nice to get it from a valid source, yep. not, you know, a slightly thinner palm. Look, we can, we can sit here and complain about where people get their information. We can, or we can, we can make, we can, you know, create the solution. No, I'm just to that's, me, I just that's think, the choice. I just think to me, people make stuff up when they don't have enough information. It's right, and it, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Because there's a gap, and yeah. to me, people start being negative because they do feel disillusioned. And yeah. I mentioned this, this little thing is, is a perfect example. Yeah, people well, don't really know the facts. They've seen a few media reports, and they've come to the conclusion as, that little is a backstabber. And Carlton, this club has made me feel disenchanted with the way they've handled the situation. Yeah, because. To me, the idea of postponing it for Sauce's wishes is ridiculous. If I'm a business, I don't care about my wife. Yeah. I care about my business, what I'm protecting. I have yeah. to focus on something to protect. And to me, okay, he might have wanted it, but that method of leaving it so late mm -hmm. between him and the club, as I said to the club themselves, single stupidest thing I've ever seen. That's a bit silly. Because you allow the media to conjure up a shitstorm. Yep. Not only that, though, our fan base is so fickle that they will think they're helping and make the situation worse. Yep. Like, literally what Carlton fans were doing was the forest fires in Queensland, they were fucking saying, I'll tell you what, we'll go to Esso yeah. and use petrol to put the fire out. Like that, they, they gave the negative media more ammunition. Yep. Where if the club had come out and confronted it early, made it a celebration, because we haven't even, I haven't seen a thank you to Sauce yet. Yeah. And like a highlights me, video package or something, yeah, do you I don't know. know. I mean? like, or even a video from Sauce. Uh, I mean, maybe he won't give one because he's feeling a I little jaded, I don't but, know. But. No, but even a video from Mark, yeah. who's not involved in it, just saying, look, Sauce has done a really wonderful job. He's built us a list. Teague, talking about these young boys. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't, didn't really get, we got highlights, we got like a, a little snippet of the interviews from the draft. Like if people remember my Silvani legacy video, yeah, yeah. something like that. Something like that. With all the players coming in, yep. that he's brought in, I good agree. times. I agree. When the draftees came in, I thought it was uh, a little interesting and maybe they're working on something behind the scenes and, and I'm just being impatient, but I mean, I got an interview from Kemp. I saw an SCN video interview of Phil, but I want to know who these boys are. Let me know where are you from. How many how many family members? Like, there's a lot of things when I look at it. 
like our draft video, like the club could have done with that information in word form. Like how nice would it have been for Teague or someone like that, Teague, to come out on the air or Agresta? Yeah. Because at the time they would have known Soss was going. So yeah. wouldn't it be a great chance now for Agresta to win fans over? Yeah, yeah. And say, right, Sam Phil, these are the reasons we picked him up. Yep. He's he's a natural speedster, he finds the ball, he's got great lateral movement yeah where we think he'll slot in why is we X, picked y. him what's our strategy with him yeah. we're going to make him work with so and so yeah do you know what i mean like like just give us a bit of who he is and what appealed to the club about him yeah yeah like yeah, and just it could have been a minute video yeah because then what that, that does is you might disagree with it but you sure as hell have closure as to why we picked him or why we picked him you know because and i think it works another way as well it would have built a grasta's profile yeah over sauce because yeah. people just said sauce never did that. Yeah, it, I like this guy. He's telling us yeah. about players. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just a little clever little thing. But I mean, I look at it from a weird point of view because I'm from England, where our media is looking for a footballer to fuck up. Like, yeah, really. Like they okay. are. Like as soon as a footballer does something, it's boom. Yeah, yeah. It's so, like this on steroids. So, so they work in a process of damage limitation all the time. By giving more. It, it's by... like let's try and make the fans like me. Yeah. That's the, well, we are really, you can maybe just divide whatever's happening in England, for example, and divide it by, I don't know, 100, whatever it is. But we are like a baby, we're a baby England. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, you, you drip feed the fan stuff to get excited about. Yeah. And to me, I just think, yeah. the missed tricks, to me, this has taught me not our club's broken, it's told me that our fans are broken. And that's, again, accountability. And I think the club, about it a lot. and as I said to the club, and they said that they were writing the ideas down, and the guy agreed with a lot of stuff. So you've got a responsibility to give it a kickstart. Yep. To to give it reasons not to go off and do stupid shit. Yep. It's true. It's true. Like Jazza Blake, great example of Carlton fans of how they all should be. Well, one of the more passionate fans that you'll meet. He always says he refuses to believe anything yeah, until yeah. it's on the Carlton website. a lot from Jazza. Learned a lot. And from I've him. got to say, sometimes I think miserable twat yeah but he's got a point yeah yeah because he never gets angry no that's right he doesn't get angry because he waits for the you know, like the coggy thing we were telling him come on jazz and make coggy's come coming on, and he just shit. refused but and he was right he's right and how great would it be though for jazza to have the club 24 hours drip feeding him little bits of information yeah yeah a week in Carlton. there we are there is no such ready. thing as overkill with content. I mean, it no could be not, like thing. to me, it could be nonsensical. It could just yeah. be like two minutes. Like, yeah. what about Teague does the training report? Yo, where is our TikTok? Where is our club TikTok? Yeah, because I mean, I've seen SPS. You want young fans? You want young fans? No, but SPS has got some moves yeah, in it. Why yeah. am I not seeing like Carlton dance off in the changing yeah, rooms? Yeah, yeah. And look, it's all great. Everyone's got a great idea, and maybe some of these <laughs> ideas have been thought about, and maybe most of them have, and one, and I get it. I understand. That's where we need to be a little bit mindful of. Yeah, but you know, you guys are coming from this this point. Um, but you know, again, we're trying to come up with solutions here. That's the whole point of the exercise. Yeah, and if Ken Little's watching, I'll do the list manager's job for a hundred k. Yeah, call me. A hundred k, you reckon? Just hundred. <laughs> Not greedy. That'll pay the mortgage and yeah. And go from there. And, and, and I'll also do the fan engagement because I'll still do this show. Yeah. Well. Mate, it's been a great chat. That's been good, yeah. Mate, let's uh, yeah, let, let's let's keep these going again. Obviously, Christmas will come. We've got uh, a bit We've of a got break. Christmas show coming up. Yeah, Christmas, Christmas award show. show. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, and then we start getting into the individual previews for the players. I'm going to have someone to do it with. Do you remember last year, every single player. 
Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I got, I got booted out of Carlton groups for posting. Yeah, because I remember you telling me that Plowman was going to be an on bowler. I was told that Plowman was going to be an on bowler. And again, I was away, so I was like. I think that was oh, the first time you got drawn to my attention as well. Fuck. See what I mean? We all evolve. You come from somewhere. I was told that he was a midfielder. And I Shout out to you, Dave. <laughs> um, and I didn't want to dismiss it because I didn't know because I wasn't in the country. So I won't let that happen. Yeah, so it's good. But I'm uh, looking forward to that. A lot more stuff coming through. What do you think about the video? I mean, are there any other suggestions you have? Um, let's keep it practical. And don't forget, on Monday, we have a chance to ask the right questions. Please make sure you do so. Go Blues.